Hi guys, it's Kara, host of Everyone's Business But Mine. And let's be real, one thing that makes the show possible is by selling sponsorships to advertisers. One way you can support us in getting more sponsors is by telling us a little bit more about yourself. You can do that by filling out a quick survey at the link in the show description. Plus, your answers are anonymous. They'll help us learn what you love most about the show and how to make it even better. The questions will ask you about the things that help advertisers understand the audience. It'll only take a few minutes, and it's an easy way to help the show. So you can find the link in the show description. Thank you so much, and stay tuned for the rest of the show. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com I think I need to talk to her about how serious she is um, before I really decide how I feel because if I decide I mean honestly I'm thinking about it a little bit I'm not angry it appears to be a game but it might not be I don't know throwing my clothes out taking my stuff out taking everything my clothes from the dresser my books looks like a lot of books I didn't know I read that much my nightstand Room stuff and then fragile stuff. Um, I don't know why, uh, but I'm ambivalent. I almost don't care. was I guess the finale of Sister Wives season 16 um what a great ending for us all Christine especially uh join with me is host of feathers in my hair Liz Bentley hello hi Kara oh wow what uh what a journey it's been Uh, on one hand I like am hating that the season's over so soon although apparently let me see what I'm going to say first. Um, I'm hating that the season's over so soon, but the short seasons are serving them well, like content wise. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's a good choice. But then I saw that the tell all thing, the sit down interview is going to be three parts. And I was yeah. like, why? For what? <laughs> I knew that would piss you off. I knew I, it. Two is max. Three? 
three is really doing a lot i'm not even sure that 90 day fiance doesn't often go into three-part territory that's like a lot of content it's a lot of content and it must be good do you think question mark i I mean the clips looked good and i will say one thing that i will give sister wives credit for this season is that Overall, their previews have been pretty non-clickbaity. I agree. I hate a fake out. It's one of my reality TV pet peeves. Like, mm-hmm. I hate it. I hate when they preview something and coming up, and then that thing is like, like you said, like a total fake out. I do not like that. And you're right; they've been the, very good about that. The one major one was obviously, mm-hmm. "What does the nanny do?" Which was not yeah. her asking, "What does the nanny do?" Um, the other right. one is. I personally think they edited in in Janelle telling Cody to fuck off. I think that was not done at that moment. Um, Interesting. Because her back is turned to the screen and nobody reacts to it. You did bring that up. Um, Yeah, okay. I'd be willing to to take that red pill. Only because, like, like, on Teen Mom... They always like that's how you can tell when they're not on screen if they're talking. It's like almost always <laughs> ADR did. Like if you can't, if I can't see True. their lips moving, like I'm like trust no bitch. True. Mm, okay, I'll take that. But take- in the context of the episode, it happened the way that they showed it in the preview. So like True. point for them. True. True. So you, how would you compare? How would you give this season? What grade would you give this season? B plus to an A. Like the I was this the best season of Sister Wives? Maybe. Like I the fact that almost every single episode had a storyline, I somehow did not feel like we were repeating COVID storylines, which I was worried going into, right? Like I was like, how are we still gonna be in like October of 2020? We just watched an entire COVID season. I don't know, like if content wise I can handle that but it really did not feel repetitive the short season like really lent itself to a lot of episodes like stuff happening in the episodes I really think this might have been one of their best seasons yeah honestly I think it may be the best now that you bring it up um wow I just I mean god bless this family and their dysfunction I (laughs) I've been thinking about this and I'm like, how did we not see the signs? And I think we, like, we all knew that Cody was a dope. Well, I think I saw the signs, but only because I hate watch everything. Okay. I hate everybody on reality TV always. So like I, and also because I was already obsessed with FLDS and polygamy when this show came out and like had already decided like it is literally impossible for there to be a non-abusive patriarchal polygamy situation. Um, So, like, from jump, I was like, this is fucking unhealthy. But I think Cody just, like, is too tired to mask now. Yeah, I think you're right. Excuse me, guys. Um, It's almost like a, you know, the rat's leaving the ship. Like, I, he's just, like, going so scorched earth. And I don't even think he hears himself. Mm-hmm. And it's it's a fascinating watch. He doesn't hear himself at all. I texted you this today, and I was like... I know we're recapping the last episode and this happened two episodes ago, but cause I like to watch like multiple episodes of sister arrives at once. And so I was watching mm-hmm. both of them and I was like, wow, I can't believe Cody just said that his regret is that he wasn't controlling enough. Like, 
But then, like, it's insane in the context of healthy people, right? But Mm -hmm. then I'm like, well, I have been ruminating today on this idea that I kind of think that he's right and that the failure of sister wives is that they're trying to live a fundamentalist lifestyle in a worldly normal way. And it does not work. It doesn't fucking work. Yeah, I mean, you're right. And I hope people don't like misinterpret what you're saying and think that it's like <laughs> I think <laughs> all all religious patriarchal polygamy is inherently abusive and toxic and cruel and it hurts women and children. I'm I'm not anti-polyamory to be clear. Religious fundamentalist patriarchal polygamy like the Browns practice. And you cannot have that without a strong fundamentalist patriarchal lifestyle and without that community and without like the really restrictive community that there's a reason religious people all live together and it's because they all keep each other in check right like they all so like not having this community not having this like this fundamentalist lifestyle and living as worldly people I think is the downfall and as far as the family staying together, I think the family's always been in a downfall. I think they've always been toxic and unhappy. But I think without the pressure of the community, they're like, fuck it. Mm-hmm. What are, why are we doing this? Yeah. No, I think you're absolutely right. And I've mentioned this uh, a couple times. Um, I was doing research for House of Gucci. And this thing has been okay. sticking with me. That's like, <laughs> that is such a funny sentence. I'm sorry. <laughs> Like, God bless my life. Thank you, Jesus, that I'm able to say these with no hint of irony whatsoever. But um, uh, when I was doing research for House of Gucci, there was a quote that was like, the first generation establishes and then the second generation um, expands it and then the third generation destroys. And I think Mm -hmm. you brought up a great point in one of your episodes um, that you believe that a lot of the reason why Christine is able to like, Uh, get out of this and think like oh I need to be more independent is that she saw the love that her daughters got out of their marriages and the respect and the passion and the romance and she was like oh shit like I deserve to have that too girl she said Tony McKelty have the best communication she's ever seen like she was in crisis (laughs) yeah (laughs) when she said that I was like things have gone wrong (laughs) I I totally agree and it really painted a picture because I was like, how did she start to like him so much? Because she really didn't in the beginning. They all hated him. They all did, except mm, no, all of them hated him. Yeah, they all hated him. But it, it just like it took such a hard pivot. And I'm like, oh, it's because she sees that he loves her mm-hmm. and that they can like talk to each other. Yeah. I also think that like, I think that Christine has been on, I mean, how long have, Uh, Cody and Robin been married like 11 years so I think Christine has been on an 11 year trajectory for leaving Um, I think as third wife Christine was in a very comfortable position I'm not gonna say happy because like suddenly she's like I was the basement wife I fucking hated my life the whole time right like that's her new thing which Mm -hmm. I think is honest I think she's finally being honest is what's going on but I think that Christine was the obedient wife, the compliant wife, she did what Cody told her. And I think every day she was like, well, Cody is who he is. Cause he, it's not like he treated Mary or Janelle well either. Right. So like, it's not like she was turning around and was like 
well, fuck you. Like you're treating Janelle this way. Why aren't you treating me this way? Cody was just such an asshole to all three of them that I think Christine has been on her way out since she realized Cody loved Robin and loved her deeply. Um, They showed that clip again in this episode where Christine says she didn't know she could be jealous. And I was like, yeah, because you were like the favorite or you were all equally hated by Cody and equally disrespected. And the reason that you're jealous is because for the first time you're seeing, you're realizing that your husband, if he wants to, can treat someone with respect. Right. And I, I think also like we have to think about the dynamics of their relationship. Like he and Mary had whatever, like clearly they had a sexual relationship at one point, but that wasn't intimidating to Christine and same with mm-hmm. Janelle, mm-hmm. but like he had a cerebral intellectual relationship with Janelle. And it's like, Christine was like the golden retriever, like the yeah. cute one, the bubbly one, the one you could have fun with. And like, sh- I think she probably didn't notice how uh, shallow that all was until, yeah, he had something real. Now, I, mean, I challenge you on something because you are really, um, you seem to really believe that Cody loves Robin, but I think he just like, I, I really think it's down to obedience for him. And I don't. Okay think that Cody really will ever know what love is I think think I've seen that argued and I think it's a fair argument I don't necessarily believe it I think Cody and Robin click like when he came home from the funeral and like the way they embraced each other I was like he loves her like I really do think but I think it's a narcissistic love like I don't I don't think it's like a pure pure love but I think that Robin and Cody have as he said, an emotional intimacy he never knew before. That's how he describes Robin in his book. If I was one of his wives, I would kill myself if I read that. Like, <laughs> like imagine your husband of 20 years being like, I've never known emotional intimacy. I would jump off a fucking cliff. Like, are I, you kidding me? I'd be right behind you. Like, I, it's the worst. So I I genuinely think he clicks and has a, like a relationship with Robin that he does not. But I think he's an abuser and a narcissist. So, like, I... I agree that he doesn't know true love, but I think that whatever he has going on with Robin is his purest form of it. Yeah, I agree. As long as we're both on the same page that Robin ultimately is never really going to be satisfied by Cody. No, 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 she's not. Um, And I think she's, I think she's fucking miserable right now. Oh, like when she's crying, she's miserable. She's not necessarily miserable because of the destruction of the family, but she's got what she wanted and it fucking sucks. And it sucks, which is why she tried (laughs) to pawn Janelle off, Cody off on Janelle the other day. (laughs) She's like, this sucks. Like Cody (laughs) sucks. I really, I think that like, I mean, how about that speech he gave when he was like, when Robin came into the family, she sat her children down and said, uh, you will respect him as the father. And I was like, that, I cannot believe this man just said that out loud. Right. <laughs> right. Like, it's psychotic. It, it truly is. And the fact that he, like, and, like, he had a proverbial heart on when he said that. Like, he was so, he, like, he thought that was the hottest thing. Yeah. Like. You could not have told him something better. Here's the other thing. Like when um, Gabe and Cody are talking and Gabe is realizing what a monster Cody is and he keeps repeating. I thought this was Robin's fault. I thought this was Robin's fault, but it's Mm -hmm. you Mm -hmm. like that told like, here's the thing. I know everybody fucking hates Robin, but if you notice, like they don't talk about Robin in a negative way, really, but they talk about Cody in a really negative way all the time. Mm -hmm. All the time. (laughs) <laughs> yeah 
Yeah, I don't really, I mean, they obviously don't really have a relationship with Robin. So I, I think, think some of the older kids do, not Janelle's kids so much. Right. And I'm assuming Christine's either. Well, McKelty and Aspen are close with Robin. When McKelty gave birth, Robin was on FaceTime the whole time. What? Yeah. And when Aspen was, like, trying not to be a sister mom, because that's also my new thing, that we're not talking enough about what the role Aspen had to play. I don't think it's coincidental that Aspen doesn't have children yet. Yeah. Um, But Aspen lived with Robin for a period of time. Also true. So, like, I think they do have a... I think we just don't see it. I think the older kid stuff is so hard because we see so little of them. Yeah. And I'm fine with that. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> me too. But, like, um, when I just found that, like, Gabe being, like... He said at least two or three times. Like, I thought it was Robin's fault, but it's you. Mm-hmm. And I was Garrett's- like, I was like, yeah, Cody's a monster. <laughs> yeah. Like, when Garrison was just like, I gotta go. Oh. <laughs> That really killed me. Oh, my God. Okay, so let's talk about the, the finale. Yeah. Um, the episode begins with Janelle saying that, like, now they're able to test freely. So Ariella has demanded <laughs> that everybody get together for her birthday. Okay. And, yeah. We need to. I cannot believe they haven't been testing for filming. I, well, I can because Arizona. Yeah, and because they were filming outside, and I, like, Teen Mom, they were testing the children three to four mm-hmm. times a week. The babies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The infants were being tested three times a week, and none of these adults were getting tested ever? Are you fucking kidding me? No, yeah, I truly couldn't believe, and they were like, no, we've never had been tested for. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Ever? How is it possible? <laughs> It's crazy. Like, you guys are filming. It's really fucked up for the crew. Somebody tweeted me that they probably have a non-union crew and it's Arizona. And it's just, like, that's fucked up for the crew. Even if they are only filming outside. I don't like that. No, it's it's so unfair. And it's so, like, you know, like, let's not even get into it. But, uh, yeah, let's not, because I I would really rant about it. But so shocking they go christine goes through a drive-through test with her girls mm-hmm. and christine says yeah the testing is going to make things a lot easier but it's not like really emotionally because <laughs> this doesn't fix anything She's like, like i've already week. left cody <laughs> yeah <laughs> because i hate this man his boxes are already cooling in the garage so you know there we go um cody says that he's happy they all got together because ariella deserves the attention the fact that this man is making me feel like aggr- not aggressive, but like ugh, just like rolling my eyes about a child. Like I, I'm not about that. It's it's so fucked up. He doesn't hear himself talk. It's remarkable that someone could be on television for eleven plus years and not have any sense of how their words will come out. None. Like, not, like, I, because I think, on the other hand, Robin is, like, very aware, and I feel like she watches those scenes and, like, full body cringes. Oh, she's, like, got one of those, um, the grippy things that you get from the airport <laughs> in one of her hands. Like, she's, those balls that you, the like. stress ball. She, she's, Sherry she's, 90s. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, she's got several. Probably tried to start a line with my sister wives closet, but she... <laughs> 
she's yeah i i truly cannot believe he says so many things that like i just feel like i can't even he's happy that the family got together but he's still feeling some type of way because of the older kids and they ruined his holiday season as if anybody gives a fuck like get the fuck out of here also cody Um, famously hates christmas and before robbing him into the family he said we are no longer celebrating christmas Right. Somebody brought that up. Whoever tweeted at me, shout out to you. I was like, oh my God, he's been trying to cancel Christmas since they got on television. And Robin was like, no, we're doing Christmas. Like, what the (laughs) fuck are you talking about? (laughs) Crazy. Oh my God. So then he says in an interview that like, maybe some of the frustration from the other family members is resulting from, uh, I don't know, him not being at Isabel's surgery or not ever going to Janelle's house or you know, all the other abandonment issues that have been going on. But now that he's having this experience with Ariella, he's realizing that his job is to protect her. And that the older kids need to start realizing that his world doesn't revolve around them once they're adults. And that his obligation is to his minor children and the children who decided to keep the rules. Poor little Truly is somewhere like, um, daddy? (laughs) Quick question, sir. Are you going to come over and hang out in the backyard with me and not hug me? Like, what the fuck? It's so crazy. It's so crazy. And he's so, like, I have been thinking a lot today about how COVID is just exposing that it is unsustainable to be a parent to 19 children. Totally. Or 18. I think they've eight. I looked up. I think there are 18 kids. And like, I think that this has always been the issue. And COVID is just showing the reality that, co- especially like in his older age, like he's not over, he's not like a million years old, but Cody's like 55 now, I think. Like he's getting tired. Mm-hmm. And I think he like, I think it, this is why you don't have 19 children for one parent. Right. All these things are going to happen all the time. Like, <laughs> And they've been happening because he doesn't fucking know Truly and COVID's only been going on for a year at this point in this show and Truly's 10 years old. Right. Like, why is she... I mean, the fact that he does not see how he is directly punishing Christine's kids because he doesn't fuck with Christine anymore, like, it's sick. So sick, but it's also very... I mean, it's just true to polygamy, right? Like, it that is what it is. And that's why this system is so fucking sick. Yeah. Yeah. And and Janelle makes a great point of by saying, like, we've never pushed our kids out when they turned 18 before. Yeah. But now that it doesn't suit Cody, uh-huh. he wants to push him out the door. And, like, it doesn't even compute for me because there are adult children at Robin's home. Janelle's real bitter about those adult kids. <laughs> and I, every fucking episode, she's like, those kids that are at home and not leaving the non-independent adults. Yeah, yeah. She's like, you know, they're not getting kicked out because they're obeying the rules. And Cody, I wanted to ask you this. Cody claims that he spoke to Robin's kids about abiding by the rules or having to figure out another living arrangement. Robin would knife him. Are you kidding me? This would never happen. First of all, I don't like to speculate too much about this because we truly don't know. But like Dayton has... He's on the spectrum. Like, I, we don't know if Dayton physically can live on his own, right? Like, there's a possibility he cannot live independently. So, and Robin has talked about, like, that she will always need a house with, like, two master bedrooms. 
um, so that Dayton can always have, like, I think the plan has always been for Dayton to live with her the rest of her life, um, which makes total sense, right? She's a child with a disability. But are, there's no way he sat down, Aurora, and was like, hey, girly, like, you want to see your friends and you're going to have to go figure out somewhere to live. You're 19 years old and, like, not independent in any way, shape, or form. Like, get out of here, Cody. Not a chance. <laughs> not a chance. He probably, like, went to the garage and thought about it and then went back into the house and, like, felt bad for Robin. So I, d- don't even play with me, boy. Don't no. even play with me. Come no, on. it's a cra- it's a crazy yes. thing to say. And also, I think, like, I don't know. I think I there are issues going on in Robin's house. Shit's not going mm. right in Robin's house. And I don't know quite what it is, but, like, things are not going right with the kids. She's an alarmist. That's yeah. the problem. She She's- puts anxieties on the children. And yeah. I don't know why she doesn't see this. We all see it. She for oh. sure does. But I also, like... I also think it's important to remember, like, these kids, I think, have issues. They had an abusive father who willingly signed over the rights to them so that he wouldn't have to pay child support anymore, who was later arrested for domestic assault. Like, their father is a bad person. They are ripped away from him, regardless of if he's abusive or not. That's so traumatic. Then this man pops up, and on the second day, Robin's like, call him daddy. You will respect him as your father. Getting fucking pictures drawn, erasing their father, literally like literally erasing their father from their childhood pictures to add to oh, impose <laughs> Cody onto them. Like, yeah. I think these kids have had a lot of trauma and I feel, I don't know. I feel a lot of empathy for, I mean, I think all the Brown kids have had a lot of trauma, but I feel a lot of empathy for the Jessup kids. Well, yeah. And like, think of the pressure that they must feel to be the model children. The one that like received Cody's mm-hmm. love, the one Remember- that like, brown kids bullied the shit out of them when they came into the family Uh yeah (laughs) like they came to this family where i don't think rules were that big with the brown kids um and i think that they like beat each other up a lot and were Mm -hmm. like really aggressive and like i'm sure robin's at robin's house they like never even pushed each other and then like dayton's getting knocked in the face by Peyton. like (laughs) it's wild it's so fucked up (laughs) so everybody goes to ariella's birthday party and we find out that they have this tradition that's actually pretty cute where Mm -hmm. if it's somebody's birthday everybody goes around and like toasts them compliments them says what they love about them whatever um so when it gets to christine's turn she starts to blush and ariella calls it out immediately and I only really want to talk about this because did you see how hard Janelle was laughing and <laughs> getting roasted? She was having like, a fucking ball. I've never seen her laugh harder. I know. She was really like, it was actually like a funny moment. It was probably one of the only like lighthearted moments of the last five seasons. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. Since I moved from Vegas. She was having a real blast. Um, everybody's like being forced to eat or pretend to eat fake foods that Ariella is giving them. And Cody makes a comment about how Ariella is a social lubricant of the family. It's a lot of pressure to put on. It's a lot lot of pressure to put on a five-year-old anyway. It is. And it's gross. Um, So all the wives are talking about like how great this is that they are getting together and how they should definitely do it again very soon. (laughs) Except (laughs) 
live via um, satellite comes Robin telling us that she got the call from her nanny and her husband has it and the nanny have it. And this is happening a day after that party where everybody came to her house. So, <laughs> so I want to say a lot of the comments online, I felt like we're kind of taking what Robin said out of context, but like, she's right that like, this is why you don't have large gatherings because you can be exposed at any moment and not know. And like, I, I definitely was laughing when Janelle and Christine were like, yeah, we're glad it's the nanny that did it. Like, <laughs> we're glad. I was like, yeah, that is right. But I also like, I get Robin's perspective where it's frustrating when you feel like you're doing all the right things and you're still the one that gets it where like Christine who declares later that they're not irresponsible because she didn't get it. I thought that was right. wild by the way, when she said that I was like, um, <laughs> but like it was, it's very funny that it came from the nanny, but also like it is not to be like too earnest, but like that is like, that really reminded me of like that three weeks before Delta when we were all vaccinated. Mm-hmm. The <laughs> we were, like, Remember? We're like, let's plan vacations, shit's turning around, and then Delta comes. And, like, that's some real shit. For real. Very sobering. Um, I will say that my issue with Robin in this is, and Cody, is that they're both like, we don't know how this could have happened. Yeah. We trust the nanny and the husband implicitly. And I'm just like, why? Why Why yeah. do you trust them implicitly? <laughs> Yeah, like, why are they being uh, given all of this grace that the other family members aren't? I, 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 it just seems rude and weird that he would be so openly exactly of his own family members and so trusting of this random person. Exactly. I mean, it says everything. Like he does not trust his wife, wives, or children. Yeah, and I get part of it because Christine was doing whatever the fuck she wanted to do. Like, like, she can sit there and be like, when I'm in Arizona, I follow the CDC guidelines. And it's all bullshit. Like, she literally was like, I like to go to Utah because in Utah, COVID doesn't exist, basically. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, I get why he feels that way, but you're right. It's the openness of it and, like, truly throwing in their face the nanny of it all. Right. Right. Ugh. I don't even want to get into, like, the saliva test that they had to do because... I myself if we talk about that live on air like we have to move past that I, I thank you I, I'm grateful to I'm grateful to I don't like to see that was my top complaint about cheer is there were so many nasal tests I can't watch people do that I can't we get it we get it ugh, ugh, I can't um but it was funny that Cody what happened to Cody happened and I will just say that was funny he deserved that he fully yeah. deserved that. Um, so then we get the scene of Christine filming in her bedroom. Dun, dun, dun. She is, like, clearly in the moment upset. This isn't like I've been thinking about it. It seems like she was like, oh, I'm feeling all these emotions. Let me roll tape. Which, like, so give Christine a bonus for that. Right? <laughs> Sign the check, please. Um, so she says... That there is a fine line between saying too much and not having a voice and she doesn't know what to say. And then she starts telling us about how the week before Cody came over to put over, put up a door in her like bedroom suite area. So 
part of it's a bedroom part of it is for her LuLaRoe stuff and as he's uh putting up this door Cody keeps mentioning over and over how this is going to keep the cat away from the inventory and Christine's like yeah that's a good idea but for some reason she thinks that there's more to this conversation so after he finishes putting the door up she's like okay is this about the cat or is this about our lack of intimacy and at that point Cody says that he wants to cut off intimacy. He does not want to be intimate with Christine anymore. And then she says that Cody told her he didn't like her behavior and that they'll just see if she can be a good sister wife. It's like he's sending her off to the colonies and like, like just taking her sexuality away from her and is like, well, we'll just see what we can do for you, kid. Good luck. So abusive. It's so fucked up. This happens all of the time in the FLDS where that's like how a man punishes a wife is that Mm -hmm. he stops sleeping with her because in polygamy, that's the only capital that you have is sex with your husband, essentially. Mm -hmm. Um, And like how many children you can have. It's so cruel to Christine, who obviously her love language is physical touch. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, Always has been. It's very apparent. It's, I mean, it's very apparent in words of affirmation. Like, she's a lovey-dovey person. And, like, to, and, I mean, obviously he's talking about sex, but intimacy, as we all know, goes way further than that. Um, yeah. She's seen how, what he's done to Mary. Like, she's seen it with her own eyes. And the fact that he's framing it as, like, when you can be a good sister wife is so sad. <laughs> sick and deranged and like what is that even i mean i guess it mean like because i don't think she's being mean to robin it doesn't mean anything like i've seen some people speculate like he means when you're nice to robin but i don't think it's that because i don't think christine is mean to robin i think he just doesn't want to own up that he just doesn't want to be with her anymore so he won't say it out loud he comes up with these insane things instead Mm mm-hmm totally he's truly a sick person i cannot believe that you were just like with no like nothing no affect like totally say that and then just be like to think that she would just be like okay i mean he does say a couple times like yeah our relationship's been shitty for a really long time so maybe i didn't take this very seriously because it's happened before but like also uh fuck you like truly go choke I mean, he thinks he can do it because he has. He effectively did it to Mary. And he doesn't think Christine is strong enough to leave him. I mean, but at the same time, like, I think, I think he did this because he thinks, like, part of me thinks that he did it because he thinks Christine is strong enough to leave him. And he was ready for Christine to leave because he straight up said last season, he will not leave any of his wives. Mm -hmm. He will not do it. It has to be their choice. But he knows, like, he knows what Christine needs in a relationship. And I think that that was him being like, get out of my fucking, like, I want you to leave. Yeah. He just won't say it. People who, yeah, will just push you into a decision and then play the victim when they, yeah. What I love how he's like, Christine really, you dropped a bombshell in our relationship. I'm like, you told her a week ago, you don't want to fuck her anymore. Get out of here. Right. It, I mean, that I can't believe mean. it. It's so mean. It's such a mean, like, it is so heartless the way that he did this. Like, he's such a coward. He's such an asshole. Like, he could, they should have fucking, like, if he doesn't want to be with Christina anymore, call up therapist Nancy or whatever her name is. Isn't it Nancy? 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> drive to Vegas and tell her in the therapist's office that you don't want to be with her anymore. Like to to do it in this way where you're like, I will no longer sleep with you is such a level of cruelty that like it's kind of hard for me to wrap my head around. It's so abusive and it's so different than just being like, I need a divorce. Yeah, and it's almost worse that he like did something for her right before that. You know, it's like get the <laughs> fuck out of my house. I don't know something about that is like even more cruel and. For him to just say, like, I, I wish the producers had asked him, why this moment? You know, yeah. like, what happened? What happened for you? What were you feeling in that moment that you decided to say this to her? Because I would really like to know. I guess it's just that Christine, like, finally brought it up, would be yeah. my guess. Like, she didn't bring that up specifically, but she was like, we have to talk about this. Like, I need you to talk about this. And I think that because he wants this all to be Christine's fault and not his fault, he's he would say, well, Christine pushed me to talk about what I why I wasn't happy and what I wanted from the relationship. Right. So <sighs> mean. It's just so like it's so abusive that he would do that. And like he to to with I don't know, just something about like withholding sex seems so depraved in a way that yeah. simply being like I just don't want to be with you anymore like hey like to not it's like keeping somebody in like per, like purgatory is what he's oh. wanting to do um so in the Jewish religion like in but like uh orthodoxy a man has to give a get which is a divorce and there's like this whole issue of men refusing to give women gets and like they basically just like live in this purgatory of like never being able to remarry. It's like so awful and it's so abusive and it's so cruel. And I feel like that's what Cody's doing when he's saying like, well, I don't want to be intimate with you anymore. He's like, I still want you to be bound by the shackles of this relationship, but I will give you absolutely no love or affection or life. Right. And, and he talks about this later and I, it, like, re- I'm really going to go off on him, but so Christine says that marriage that kind of marriage is not enough for her. And he's like, well, I know a bunch of couples that have cut off intimacy and they're totally fine. And then basically she went to bed. He slept in, I guess the other part of the bedroom. Made I'm surprised he stayed the night there. Yeah. <laughs> made his breakfast and left. And Christine's like, I don't know what to do right now, but I don't have any interest in having a marriage without intimacy. And like, what am I supposed to do? Like watch him with his other wives and I just have nothing for the rest of my life. Like, honestly, fuck him. So fucked up. So I surmise that he, they must not have had sex since before their last anniversary. Because yeah, she said that after their anniversary where they did, they went off to the mountains that they just went to bed and that a while ago, Cody told her that he wasn't attracted to her and she's like, I'm not stupid, but I just thought that maybe things would get better. And then she's like, you know, I'm not interested in having a half or par- partial marriage. And now she's like, is this all because of my behavior? Like, really? Yeah, I bet you're right. I mean, Christine basically admitted that she essentially left him after that anniversary, right? Like, yeah, she was yeah. like, we'll never have an anniversary like this again. I'm like, so that was the day you were done. Okay, good yeah. to know. Yeah. Um, and I think that you're right. I think it's not 
as weird to think that they haven't slept together in over a year when you realize that he's probably only spent eight nights there in a year. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's weird, of course. And he, but like, it's easier when you remember, like, he doesn't go to Christine's house anymore. So it's not like they were sleeping in the same bed every single night, not having sex. Like, I think that they just were not, he was not going around her. Yeah. Yeah. And she was saying, like, he would just be on his phone and go to bed. And then yeah. basically be gone before she woke up. So now here's the thing. Do you think Cody thought Christine would say this on camera? Uh, no. I agree. But also at the same time, he essentially said this to Mary on camera last season. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't seem ashamed of this behavior. Do you like, do you get what I'm saying? Like, part of me is like, I don't think he thought Christine would lay it out there like she did. But like, he straight up said on camera to Mary, like, don't try to kiss me. Like, I don't want anything to do with you physically. So he's obviously, he obviously thinks that this behavior is acceptable. But I also think that he feels like it's acceptable with Mary because she cheated. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com. Right. Because Yeah. Yeah, that's probably true. Because, and because she did cheat. Like, uh, by the way, I love that, like, Mary still, like, won't admit that. (laughs) Like, like, I get why she did it. But, like, she did it. (laughs) Every time she brings up you know that thing that happened what when you had phone quotes oh my god it really like it sets off the oxytocin in my body i have to admit it's really so fun for me um so then yeah i don't think that he thought he also thinks is he obviously doesn't feel like christine is strong and because he repeatedly says like she said this thing to me to my face and I just don't believe her, <laughs> you know, like he just doesn't seem to think that she has a spine. So yeah. I think he probably was pretty comforted in the fact that he, yeah, he assumed that she would not. Say anything. I can't. Cause like on one hand, I'm like, I think he wanted her to still be there and to punish her. And then on the other hand, I'm like, I genuinely think he wanted her to leave and wanted mm-hmm. her to be strong enough to leave him. Yeah. Cause he doesn't fucking like her and doesn't want her around. Not at all. Not at all. And like the bits of Christine, new Christine that we've seen, he would hate her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He liked her as the golden retriever. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, uh, she looks so pretty in that purple top. It's a really nice look on her. It's a pretty color. I think she's really taking care of her hair these days. Yes. And oh my God. What a difference. She got a Dyson Airwrap. <laughs> 
and it shows and it shows <laughs> um so then we get footage of cody and he says that he was at christine's house playing outside with truly and the other one and christine asked him to have a talk and he says that she dropped this completely unexpected bomb and that it was unexpected because they basically had trouble for the past 12 years so roll the hall of shame of, <laughs> that was like, hard to watch it was rough, it was real rough because christine like, was really like i hate it i'm jealous i don't like this i am miserable yeah when she <laughs> straight up was like i am miserable it's like i kind of forgot about that yeah yeah. Like, I remembered, but, like, seeing it all like that, I'm like, they have had a bad relationship for 12 years. For a long time. I mean, and, really, uh, for 30 years. Let's be real. Let's be real. I mean, you often say that, like, the whole family didn't implode because of Robin, but Christine imploded because of Robin, for sure. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely think that that's true. That Christine imploded because of Robin, which like makes sense, right? She had her position. Yeah. And she didn't. And like that is really hard to deal with. <laughs> like it's uh, also like, here's the thing it's not a coincidence that the wife that Rock Cody loves the most is the one that he met in his 40s and dated for a year, for a yeah. year before they got married. It's right. almost like, and now this is, stick with me because this is a really wild concept. That marrying a 20-year-old that you've courted for two weeks uh, and didn't know before that doesn't work well. Hmm. I wonder if anybody's considered that. Like, I, I know this is hard to believe, but <laughs> Cody's never been into Christine. In the book, he tells this horrific story about watching on their honeymoon, watching her eat nachos from a gas station and being disgusted. Mm -hmm. um, Cody just, I think he was never physically into Christine but she just like worked as his third wife and so it was fine yeah because she wanted it yeah and until she, she did it the only one interested let's be real <laughs> imagine like spending 30 years of your life like thinking Cody Brown is the best you can do that's depressing even five minutes you know even five, five minutes, minutes. <laughs> so, um so the bomb allegedly that that christine dropped on cody was that she's basically like if we're not going to be fucking get the fuck out of my bedroom like we're not going to be sharing a bed yeah and, of course yeah because her it's bed so is reasonable. a special place her bedroom is a special place for her and if you're not going to be adding anything special to the equation then you don't need to be in there sir um which by the way like did cody think he was still going to be coming over to christine's house and sleeping there i don't get it I, yeah, because he wanted to keep up the illusion of being, like, a good husband. It's so weird. It's so why weird. Why would he want to do that? Because he's, he's... Appearances are everything. Because he, he's sick. He's sick. He's an unwell person. Um, he, said, he verbatim says, She told me I'm not welcome in her room, but I can come visit the kids. And I'm not sure if this is a phase or an awakening. <laughs> Why don't you stop being weird? Can you stop being weird for one second? No, he can't. He truly <laughs> cannot. I need a break. He's a I weird man. Oh, my gosh. So the producers, thank God, ask Cody, why do you think this might be a phase when she said what she said pretty clearly? And he's like, well, 
It's because Christine's been telling the other wives and children that she's going to leave me for years now. And he <laughs> spit this into, I am not sleeping with her. The reason why I'm not sleeping with Christine is because she's been saying that she's leaving me and I'm betrayed by that. That it's so a lot. Like I personally believe that the other wives and children have been telling him, but probably in like a, yo, you need to stop being such a dick to Christine or she's going to leave. Yeah. Also, like, she's been saying it on TV for three years. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't doubt for one second that she's told him this to his face quite a few times. Like, I, it's so... I, I believe that, but it's like, Cody, that's not a betrayal. It's, it's that not. you're treating your wife poorly and she's reacting to your behavior. Right. And, like... <laughs> Why don't you ask her about? I mean, I've been saying. Yeah. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. I I talked to Janelle today and she said you might leave me. Is that true? I think we should go talk to therapist Nancy about this because that's bad. Yeah. That's pretty bad. (laughs) Is divorce on the table? If so, like, should we work on that? Yeah. If if you heard from your children that your parent, that your wife wanted to dump you, you wouldn't ask her about, like, what? On what planet? The, well, you, I mean, you know that this show should just be called this show should just be called "Adults Who Refuse to Have a Conversation with One Another." <laughs> just ask her. Just ask her. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't I've know. long been advocating that they need a Jewish or Italian wife to come and clap in Cody's face <laughs> and say, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" <laughs> Oh my gosh. Cody has the audacity to say that he's sitting here dumbfounded. And then he asks himself, why am I surprised? I don't know, Cody. Why are you? Why We're are all you curious? Surprised? We're all curious. You just told your wife you would not fuck her anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So then he Wait, by said, the way, by the way, yeah. when Christina's like, I don't, I can't have like a half a marriage, I'm like, you already have a quarter of a marriage. That's at its best. Yeah. Like, when you are at your best with Cody, it's only a quarter of a marriage. Yeah, like, you're down to 132nd at this point. <laughs> like, when she said that, it's like, girl, a half a marriage. <laughs> you wish, girl. You wish. You fucking wish. Because, <laughs> like, at best, you, you can get a third. At, at best. At very at best. When Mary's totally pushed out. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. It it wow. Yeah, good point. Oh my gosh. So then he says that he told Christine that he wanted to think about it before they had a discussion. So after she said, I don't want you to be in my bed, he said, Okay, well, let me just think about this. There's no and then, discussion. No. You had the discussion. You had the discussion last week when you yeah. said, I don't want to fuck you anymore. Yeah. That's the discussion. That's the discussion. <laughs> That's it. Think about this. There's oh, no other I... discussion to have. No. He cannot have let anybody take control of any situation. Oh, <laughs> Seriously, you think about it. Think of what is there to think about? She told you, you're not welcome. Oh my gosh. So, oh, um, Robin's whole family ended up testing negative. So, congrats. Um, so then. 
there's a scene of Christine going to St. George for McKelty's baby shower. Um, nobody from the family ends up going. Yeah. Uh, it is this- outside. I'll give them credit. Yeah. It was held outside. Wearing masks. Not paid in, but a lot of them. Well, um, we'll never wear a mask. He's not it- a sheeple. <laughs> Um, and also, as I said earlier, Christine declared that it was not irresponsible because none of them got COVID. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, what? <laughs> I'm not Full sure circle. that's how it works, but okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, Lord. Um, so at this point, she says she does not want to be in Flagstaff anymore. Full stop. And that... The older girls know about it, kind of. Truly doesn't know the difference because daddy's never home. Truly's so. never met Cody a day in her goddamn right. life. <laughs> she said, who's that man? Who's the man in the truck who's always yelling? Um, she who's don't that know man that ugly hair. <laughs> the man with the visor who keeps trying to pretend <laughs> like he's uh, not balding. But I see it. I see the dry shampoo. He always gets dry shampoo and got to be glued on my shoulders. And I'm sick of it. He needs to go back to whoever did his hair before and get a touch up. A little plug touch up. (sighs) I just wish Ariella, just get the scissors. (laughs) Get the chocolate. (laughs) Ari, it's in your hands now. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Uh, Give him the mullet. That Do you, you remember clearly have given yourself a few years ago? They like made all the wives talk about how much they love Cody's hair. Yes. <laughs> and Janelle was like, I just love it. And I'm like, you probably do, you sick fuck. <laughs> <laughs> she was the one who really liked it long. I'm like, girl, <laughs> I bet you do. I bet you do, nasty. Um, <laughs> Janelle really cracks me up. Um, I, unblock me, Janelle, please. <laughs> Uh, uh, okay so apparently this baby shower happened a few weeks after christine and cody had had their conversation about him not being in her bedroom and she says even though he wanted to talk more about it i put my foot down he still didn't get it and said that he wanted to discuss it more and she said no for the fifth time this was a final discussion (laughs) like i'm not playing boy what's like there is nothing to dis well what he wants and christine knows it he wants the discussion to be christine apologizing to him yeah yeah he's so sick (laughs) i'll be a good sister wife Uh, he wants her to like beg for it and like maybe he'll flirt with her but then he won't touch her for another six months he's never gonna touch her again like imagine just imagine your husband comes to you and says, I won't fuck you until you're nice to another woman in our life. <laughs> uh, <what? laughs> I would literally die of laughter. Uh, what? <laughs> I would suffocate for my own laughs. It would never happen. <laughs> and like I said, it's illogical because as far as we can tell, Christine is just as good of a sister wife as Varsa Mamar. If not better. If not better, because she raised all those fucking kids. <laughs> Which Cody Always. apparently had no idea happened because he was truly right. really shocked when Gabe said that. <laughs> so what do you mean? What do you mean? Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Okay, so Christine says that she realized Cody 
was going to have to pack his stuff. She was like, I'm looking around my house. I'm seeing all these memories, all of his gnarled hairs around my fireplace and my LuLaRoe pants. And I got to get his shit out because it's just too much for me. You so, think Christine went on Spotify, fired up a girl power playlist. <laughs> <laughs> Please get out. <laughs> Blasted. You and me. <laughs> I am woman. Hear me roar. <laughs> Sisters are doing it for themselves, the whole thing. <laughs> Full, like, pointer sisters. Yes. A hundred percent. Can't you see that perfectly? Oh, for sure. Every day is a winding road. Oh, my God. Yes. You know she plays it on the way to St. George. You know yes. she does. Yes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um. So, yeah, like, she just packs the shit up. Unbelievable. This is the moment where she says... Our last anniversary was so sad. I told myself I'm not going to do that shit again. Not going to have another anniversary with this monster. So big up to you, girl. Congratulations. I mean, thank God Cody Cody finally, like, pulled the trigger and fucking said it so that Christine could finally leave. Mm -hmm. What was she going to do? When she said that, I was like, so what were you going to do if Cody never said, like, said this to you? What do you think she would have done? I don't know because the way she says it is like I made up my mind after our last anniversary that I was outie but then like we're seeing it took Cody telling her that he didn't want to have sex with her anymore to do it so like I don't know I don't know and I like I get it like she's in an abusive and emotionally abusive relationship like it's incredibly hard to leave like she also I mean we don't know how religious they are but like theoretically her Spiritual salvation depends on him, which ooh, <laughs> scary. Mm. Um, so like there, it's extremely complex. I'm not like criticizing Christine for not leaving, but when she says that, I'm like, so were you gonna leave anyway? Right. I mean, you that should be like you sound like it, yeah. but I'm curious, like, why if she needed Cody to finally say it? Honestly, they like released each other, right? Oh, I forgot to mention the part where she said that Cody told her that he would take care of her. And she rolls her eyes. She's like, he doesn't take care of me. <laughs> like, let's say it, girl. He's not giving you a check. He's not um, no swiping his card at Target for you. Please. No, they live off her Plexus and LuLaRoe money. Yeah. <laughs> Which, like, <laughs> there's no there's no money for Cody to give. They get their TLC checks. Right. That's what he and meant. that's it. I'll, I'll let Robin know when the check comes so you can come pick it up. <laughs> like, girl, no. it, I, I wish she would have just straight up laughed at that and been like, sir, you don't have a job, okay? Yeah. You don't have a job. What do you mean? Um, so she says that her plan for right now is just to keep things, like, as nebulous as possible because at this point she doesn't know what to say to their kids. And then she starts crying and she's like, what did I do that was so wrong? Oh, wait, we forgot to mention when she was recording the initial, like, letting us know, there's a moment where she's like, oh, the kids are downstairs. Like, I have to stop. And I was like, like, that was so real and sad. Like, something about that, like, really tugged at my heart when she said Mm -hmm. that. Because I was like, this is a woman in crisis. Yeah. But yeah, she's like, oh, it's so sad watching this. I mean, on, on one hand, it's like, it's cathartic. Right. Like I've been finding these last few seasons very cathartic because it's like finally we're admitting it. Now we said it like mm-hmm. now we said it. 
And so on one hand, it's like, it's a relief to hear Christine say, like, I was miserable on my last anniversary and I promised I would never do that again. And I'm not living in Flagstaff and I packed up his shit. But on the other hand, it's like, oh, it's so sad. It's really sad. And she's like literally in this scene packing his stuff into boxes because she's holding the Sharpie. She's got the camera propped up on a box. And she is like, she's crying harder. She talks about how difficult it is to see Cody bit intimate with Janelle and Robin and with the kids. And she even mentioned at some point that her kids told her that Cody's different when she's not around. And so she thinks that she should just be totally out of the equation. That that's really interesting, but also not surprising. Like I know that I liked my mom like way better when my dad wasn't around. Yeah. Like, cause my dad was an asshole that like brought everything down and like, yeah, I know Cody's the one that's the asshole, but like, I think that when you like kids that are in dysfunctional families, know. Right. They know. It, and so it makes should, sense. It's sad that they would have to tell her that. Yeah. It's, it's more well, sad that she's internalizing this as like everybody hates her when it's really just Cody. Yeah. I mean, Christine, this like reminds me like this whole thing is like a reminder of how like naive Christine is in a lot of ways and like uneducated of the world around her, I think. And I like I don't mean that as an insult, but she was raised in fundamentalist polygamy. Like she doesn't have the same concepts of the world that those of us that were not raised in this cult have. And while they have been slowly like moving away from this cult for the last 10 years since they've had the show. Right. And when they Mm -hmm. moved to Vegas, really, they've been slow. But even before it, because they were sending the kids to public school, like I kind of think the show was how Cody was planning on breaking away from the church personally. Yeah. I haven't like totally worked out this theory, but like they're the fact that they were like sending the kids to public schools already, you know, they were really trying to integrate. I think Cody like really wanted to be like part of the real world again, basically after spending like 15 years in this deep in this cult. Um, And like, I think that Christine, as much as like they seem normal on TV, like it's easy to forget that she was raised in a cult. Mm -hmm. (laughs) She was raised in a serious cult. And like, I, even though her mom eventually left her dad and like, she obviously by being by virtue of being a television star has a lot of exposure to the outside world. Like Christine doesn't have a lot of experience with divorce and with like a blended family in the sake of like a divorced family, not a plural family. Like she doesn't have like the real world experiences that a lot of us have. Well, remember, like, in the earlier seasons, they went to do a debate with Mm, cast members of that other show of, like, leaving polygamy or whatever it was Mm -hmm. called. and Escaping polygamy, I think. Yeah. And her sister was on the panel. Well, they did a couple panels. Her aunt was on the panel. Yeah, her aunt. Um, But one of the panels, she was like, I... she had such a harsh stance on divorce mm-hmm. and leaving the family. Mm-hmm. And it was just, she was even then like so indoctrinated in that thinking. And last week she said, you know, my idea of what it was like to be in a polygamous relationship was totally different than like the reality. Yeah. That's gotta be a lot. Like that's your whole yeah. 
life. Your whole life. And like, I, like I'm, we're hearing her talk and it's like, yeah, like your kids are, your dad, your husband is different that your husband that you have a terrible relationship with is different when he's just around your kids, not with you. But like, I don't think Christine is like the context of divorce that those, the rest of us have. Mm-hmm. Which makes sense, right? Like, she was raised in a cult and has lived in a cult her entire life. And I and think the, divorce in her world is, like, total excommunication. And and the sad thing is, like, it, anybody would tell her, like, if they're choosing between Christine and Cody, it's Christine every time. And that's evident with how things have yeah. been going. Like, and she knows that. And it, like, yeah. on some level. But she's in such a raw place and probably so scared. And, I mean, in Christine's world, like, there aren't child custody agreements and you know what like it's like it is we have to remember like they do live in like a kind of a different world than we do Mm -hmm. yeah and and i think she's so indoctrinated and think like cody's the technical head of the household so like Mm -hmm. i'm never gonna win yeah even so far oh lord so um she then says that she doesn't want to be in Flagstaff anymore again and that she wants to be where people want to be around her and in a confessional she says next time Cuddy comes over he'll see that his boxes are in the garage and I guess that's how he'll find out <laughs> lol anyway, they showed that flashback again at some point in this episode of Cody being like sorry I promised you we can move to Utah and that mm-hmm. still makes me so fucking mad he set her up so badly on that one he, he was like, so let's crazy. move to Utah. You should present it to the rest of the wives. And when she did, he was like, I don't know what you're talking about. It was like a Shaws of Sunset level of betrayal. Oh, my like- God. That's exactly what. <laughs> oh, my God. Cody totally resed her. Oh, my God. <laughs> Just let her out there to slaughter. That, like, she- I... I feel like we're, we haven't focused on that bit, like, quite enough. Because so much has been going on. But, yeah. like, it is... So he gaslighted her, gaslit her so bad with the Utah stuff. And like, he genuinely was like, I want to live in Utah. And then he's like, I don't really know why Christine thinks that we would move to Utah. (laughs) He's like, did you think that we were interested in that? In front of her own (laughs) wife. Like that, that I think, uh, like, I think that the anniversary, of course, but I also think that Utah conversation like pushed her over the edge oh yeah the light went out like she i think that she probably was like finally like oh my god cody just like set me up Mm -hmm. and he did mafia style really did it's so like re-watching that i was like wow i haven't thought enough about that because that was fucked up so so sick so sick Oh, my gosh. Um, What happens after this? Oh, Janelle announces that Goofus and Gallant have COVID to the surprise of absolutely nobody. (laughs) Like, yeah, of course they do, girl. Of course they do. Um, She's like, I I think I feel fine, but I'm going to take a test with Savannah. But this cough is, like, fine. Like, I don't think it's anything. Like, girl, okay. Okay, Janelle. Um, We never find out whether or not she got COVID. Yeah, she's like, we've been, like, keeping our distance-ish from them. (laughs) What does that mean? (laughs) Nothing. Not a damn thing. Um, 
so yeah we never find out whether or not she got covid maybe it comes up during the tell-all then we see cody in the garage and he's like you know the weirdest thing just happened i came out to christine's garage and here and he shows us the boxes that have you know cody's books cody's clothes cody's uh, hair products uh yeah. cody's lies cody's the curly, delusions the all packed up method is packed up in there <laughs> Cody's air, hair dryer, his his brush, his round brush, mm-hmm. um, and then he's like, "Well, I guess I've been moved out of the house, and I'm not sure what to think about this. This is not something that we discussed. Yes, it is. Well, Cody, no, it's not, but it may have well been. You did this. <laughs> Why are you even over there?" <laughs> Why were you there? It's like, truly, like, well, isn't isn't it the consequences of my actions? Well, 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 I am shocked. I can't believe my wife packed up my stuff after I told her that I wouldn't fuck her. And she said, okay, you can no longer sleep in my bedroom or come to my house. This is so weird. <laughs> I told my 48-year-old wife that she was never going to have sex again. And I think she may not have liked that. That's huh. dark when you think of it that way huh interesting um let's also just like reflect on the fact that he again did not take the time to go back in the home to talk to christine or even reflect quietly to himself he turned on the camera to record his reaction the way they operate is just so foreign to me because i would go in that garage and i would see it and i would spin right on my heel and open the door and be like what the fuck is this yeah what, what the fuck is this? Mm-hmm. Like, it's just so... The way that they do not communicate is... It's such a cultural difference for me that I cannot ever understand. <laughs> and, like, imagine Christine... I'm trying to imagine Christine or anybody being like, why is he in the garage for so long? Like, who is he talking to? <laughs> like, what the fuck is going on on either end of that door? I mean, I guess God bless Cody for filming it because it made for a good TV. It sure did. Just seeing how confused he was was Emmy winning, at yeah. daytime Emmy winning at least. <laughs> <laughs> um, gosh, he I uh, there will never be a person like Cody Wynn Brown, <laughs> and we all need to recognize that. <sighs> so then he notices some more boxes, and he's like, "Well, I guess maybe we need to talk about this now," and. He's like angling one of the boxes that says Cody's nightstand as if he's taking a selfie with a fan. And he's like, I just don't know if I should take this stuff out because I don't know if it was that serious. And we've had situations in the past where Christina said something and I didn't feel like she was being serious. So now I need to talk to her to see how serious she is in fact being. Your boxes are in the garage. Like, what do you mean? You told her you didn't want to fuck. She told you to stop coming over. She packed up your shit. How many times have they done this? <laughs> like, when I when I heard him say that, I'm like, say more on that. Because as an audience member, I'm confused by what you mean by that. Are you telling me that you and Christine have, like, had brink of divorce, at, like, multiple times? It sounds like it. But I have to, a feeling that it's never really gotten this far. But... I guess I could understand if you guys have been on a roller coaster for 12 years that maybe this wouldn't sink in 
maybe but like it's pretty clear she wants you to pack that shit up and take it to your house robin's house where you live you could answer your question by asking her yeah you know (laughs) (laughs) hey girl you serious about this okay (laughs) oh my god i i i would just be like i'd be in a puddle of tears and being like why just okay Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Okay, I I truly cannot believe him. So then he says that he doesn't know why, but he's biffled, which is not a word. And then he says, but I almost don't care. (laughs) Because Cody's the victim. Yeah. Cody's being wronged. Yeah, well, I'm gonna. No shit, you don't care, Cody. People. Right? <laughs> Didn't even have to say it. Didn't even have to say it. Um. So in an interview, Christine says that now that she's done this, she feels like she's gonna rest. She's gonna get her head straight. She's feeling great. She's gonna focus on being an independent woman. Uh, and she's loving life. Like her skin is cleared up. Her wardrobe is better. I don't know what's happening. There's a glow to her skin. Her hair is shinier. It's bouncier. Um, Somehow the fabrics in her clothes have gotten brighter after several washes. I don't know what's going on, but it's a total transformation. A complete blow up. I mean, Uh, she went to Oz. (laughs) Audrey, like, stars around her body, Cinderella style. A brand new bitch. And we love to see it. Um, She says, like, there are so many uncertainties, but she does know that when Cody leaves, he's not going to be sleeping here anymore. And amen. Amen for that. <laughs> so then she says that because she's not legally married to Cody, they just have a spiritual marriage and they would have to go to the church through the church to have this release from the marriage. But she mm-hmm. says, you know what, as far as I'm concerned, that's between me and God. Not even. Yeah. That to me spoke volumes as to where they are religiously. Mm-hmm. Because she's, yeah, they're sealed together for time and all eternity through their church. And, like, you have to get an unsealing. But I think it's pretty clear that they're not that involved in their church anymore, that she's not caring about that. And and Heather Gay taught us that she would be, she, she gave us the levels. Mm-hmm. And that they would be, like, under, I think it's called telestial or something like that. Mm-hmm. that. It's like you don't get into heaven 
because you've made promises and vows to the church that you've um, officially acknowledged that you've gone back on. So it's like not a good look. And yeah, I mean, I, I do think it's like, she's realizing that a lot of her shame is wrapped in this religion. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I know this wasn't in this episode, but hearing Janelle talk about her mom, like wanting to go home to her husband and Jesus and whatever she was saying, it's like, Oh, Janelle really believes. Mm -hmm. Like I, I, I'm not sure like how devoted she is in like her day to day, but like, I think Janelle is like a true believer of like, the time and eternity aspect of plural marriage. Yeah. And Christine saying like uh, Christine saying that's between me and God. I was like, Oh, she's not, she's not there anymore. Yeah. Because yeah, she's definitely at a point where she's like, I'm not going to do anything that doesn't serve me or makes me feel bad ever again. So why even go through the process in which she clearly is going to be the one shamed in this situation? Like why do it? Yeah, from reading FLDS memoirs, it seems like a lot of women that leave plural marriages either get to one of two points in that they no longer believe in their religion and so they're able to break away or they're so miserable that they accept that they'd rather be going to hell for eternity than spend another minute with Mm -hmm. their spouse. Like that is a really common theme throughout the FLDS memoirs where they're like, I don't even care if I go to hell because I can't live like this anymore. Yeah. Um, so it's like either one, and I think Chris, or Christine has gotten to the point where she's like, I don't really believe in this. No, no. Um, and I saw that when they were at Ariella's birthday, that she had a um, the the human rights campaign on her water bottle. So she's learning things. Yeah, well, she's got a bisexual daughter. She sure, she most certainly does. And I think that she's having a real awakening. I mean, I think that. Uh, I think that we don't talk enough about the fact that the Browns publicly align themselves with the church that's based on white supremacy um, and have a lot of hateful beliefs. But I, I like to think that Christine is being accepting and learning and growing in her for in her forties. I I would imagine so, because one thing Christine's not going to do is like, let something get in the way with her relationship with her children. So agreed. If only through that that she learns, then let's I'll take it, you know. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, so the episode ends with Cody saying that he's more concerned about the karmic retribution that may be coming his way because of a divorce, not actually about his relationship or the woman that left him. Um, and then he says that he's not bothered by this, even though he probably should be, and that his first thought is that this is his house. And that they never discussed it. It's not your house because your name's not on it. Um, and his second thought is relief. When he said the karmic retribution, I was like, what the fuck is he talking about? <laughs> like, what? what the karmic retribution of you, like, leaving these women completely miserable, um, demeaning them uh making them live in sexless relationships or non-relationships um leaving mary in some sort of purgatory where she thinks that there's a shot in hell at her uh getting back with him like what about the karmic retribution of that of all these miserable women being left in your wake it's it's so nuts also i mean i guess it was shortly after that that cody like took his name off the house yeah, and he, like, 
wasn't it like ten dollars a ten dollar sale yeah, or like, like yeah like they did like a court claim deed <clears throat> yeah like he i which i like he seemingly i mean we don't know anything about their finances we don't know shit about their finances but seemingly cody gave her the house which i guess is like one good thing he did the only thing only thing but also like we don't know we don't know maybe that was all christine's money that bought that house in the first place and his name was just on the deed you know what i mean like we can't afford it anyway so (laughs) we we don't know shit about that but yeah when he said that i was like what like also cody's been talking a lot about like his official homes how like he's not on the lease at janelle so he can't evict the kids and christine can't kick him out because this is his house not hers and blah 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 it's like this is where you see like the real like barbaric cody Uh uh-huh that he i don't know but once again, Robin was just scraping the shit out of her stress ball. <laughs> like, the fact that... And here's the thing, like... To give Cody the tiniest bit of grace here, which I don't like to do, but I'm I'm going to do it, it's perfectly reasonable that he feels relief that a dysfunctional relationship is coming to an end, right? Like, that is a... Yeah. That's a reasonable, like... He does not want to be with Christine anymore. He's not attracted to her. He does not want to have sex with her. It probably is a relief that she's the one that's, like, being, like, okay, so let's actually break up. And if he just said it like that, you know what? If he just was, like, Chris, like, if he was just, like, look, I'm sad. I've been with Christine for 30 years or however long they've been together. And it's really sad that this is ending. But I, I have to be honest, like, we have not been happy for 12 years. So it's kind of a relief that we both can just like walk away from this and move on. Like that's not an unreasonable statement, but just the way he says it is so fucking mean. Yeah. I mean, it should give you the impression that it's like, okay, she made it easy for us. So I'm kind of relieved. And like, it was a lot of stress and like, you know, breaking up with anybody is, a lot emotionally and I'm a little bit relieved but he's relieved for himself (laughs) and and there's no like introspection outside of that well he's relieved that she's not pulling to Mary Mm -hmm. god I can't wait to hear more from Mary on this yeah he says "I'm, I'm relieved from the burden or woe of a loveless marriage but then he says that he has fear of culpability for his actions and what may have led him to this point oh yeah you should so i think this is where cody is like really grappling with the religious aspect of it i think that cody is in a place where he doesn't really believe anymore but has been a man of faith his whole life right and so Mm -hmm. like i think he's like well i don't really believe in this but like i do believe in it like because this is my whole life this is i've based my entire life on this because i mean before he was AUB that he was LDS he was very faithful you know so like I think he's I think he's in a place where he's like (laughs) like a part of me still fears God and believes in this and I'm kind of worried that like I might be punished for this by God but on the other hand I don't really care and I don't believe in it Mm -hmm. I wish he would talk more about that I wish he would stop talking altogether. <laughs> sure, me too. But I also really, we needed to get some more Mary in this. We need a, lo- a lot more Mary. And I really hope that they hold her DSW shoes to the fire. I really- uh, like, I want that lady, whoever that lady was that was doing the interview, being like, so what's up? You cool? Like, do you feel <laughs> weird that Christine left? Are you embarrassed? 
Are you embarrassed that Christine left before you? Justin uh, hasn't fucked you in five years. And he's not going to. And he's never going to again. Christine yeah. only lasted one year. Don't you feel a little foolish? Yeah. Don't you feel silly? Exactly. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> exactly, um, Mary. That that sound plays around her all the time. <laughs> Um, gosh, what an absolute banger of a season. I'm surprised that they didn't make a bigger deal out of this being the finale. They didn't say anything about this. It was last. Remember last season two? We were like, wait, tonight's the finale? Like, you think they would be like, finale, finale, Christine's leaving Cody. Like You would think, you would think. Maybe they're counting part three as the finale, which seems like a bad choice to me. But I'm excited. I am... Do you have any hopes? Any wishes? Yeah, I hope that Cody is as worked up as he seems in the previews because he seems worked up. Mm -hmm. And I'm hoping that Cody is real worked up. Um, I'm hoping that they call Mary out. I'm hoping that, I don't know, maybe Janelle drops that she's left him too, but I don't think that's going to happen. But wishful thinking? I wonder if they asked any of the kids to come on. I hope so. I mean, if it's three fucking parts. They better. (laughs) (laughs) They better. I can't listen to those four dum-dums talk that whole time. (laughs) Here's the other thing is that, like, when you have a reunion, we got to pick up the pace on this filming, okay? Because if we know that you guys... Yeah, we got got to catch up with closer to real time because this is really lagging. Yeah, like, they need to be airing the new season in two months. Summer tops. Tops. Yeah, even summer, they're going to be 18 months behind. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> and that, it's almost like a real testament to how good this season is, because, like, I don't want to watch things that far behind. McKelty still That's hasn't it. had her baby yet. Yeah. Show. That baby's about to be one. <laughs> The baby's applying for college, Liz. Like, what are well, we? Avalon, New Jersey's taking a trip to the shore. She's living life. <laughs> oh my God. They're already signing up for Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. It, what are we doing here? <sighs> Liz, thank you so much. This was a real treat. I'm glad I got to talk about this with somebody. Tell everybody where they can find you. Sure. So you can listen to me on Feathers in My Hair if you like Teen Mom, if you want to hear me talk about. Everything else, you can subscribe to my Patreon, which is patreon.com slash Liz Explains. It's called Liz Explains It All, and I talk about all things pop culture. This week, I'm doing an episode on the beloved hit Kid Nation, which got one season on CBS and children did a Survivor-type show. Um, (laughs) I've done a bunch of Sister Wives episodes. I'm going to do the Beanie Baby doc coming up soon. Uh, Yeah, and I just talk about, like, a bunch of pop culture shit and it's very good almost as good as me so thank you Liz (laughs) (laughs) one one day I may be as good as you Kara (laughs) could you imagine um thank you again love you so much love you yes have a good night girl (laughs) bye